This is Rob Tucker for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. Delighted to be joined by Sam Jones. We're here at the MGM Grand following Tyson Fury's weigh-in with Deontay Wilder. Sam, heavy for Tyson Fury. It was it was all noise in there for Tyson, wasn't it? It's, it's so strange. It's like it goes back to when Floyd Mayweather fought Ricky Hatton. That kind of feel about it. When Ricky came out and there's all the Brits, there's only one uh, Ricky Hatton. It's like that was mad for Tyson Fury. There, it was, it was amazing for him. And Deontay getting booed in his in his back garden. Talk to me about the weight. Eyebrows raised. Tyson Fury, 19 stone seven. He was massive. Um, I hope that it seems a little strange to me, to be honest, because I feel like. Can you be that elusive on that kind of weight? But listen, Tyson's a, a, a professional. He's been doing it a long time. He knows what his best weight is. He's had a long time to prepare for the fight. So hopefully they, they know what they're doing. Obviously, we saw Tyson in the first fight, fleet-footed, boxing on the back foot, yeah. outboxing Deontay Wilder for large periods of the fight. We've heard the talk about him coming into this fight as a puncher and going in there to sit down on shots. Yeah. That's pretty much confirmed it, surely. Yeah, it's, it's confirmed he's going to sit down on his shots. But Tyson's... Not, as I say, Tyson can, Tyson can punch any man that size can punch, but Deontay Wilder is a tried and tested puncher. He's, he's a most devastating puncher in the weight division. I'd, I will worry for Tyson if he wants to stand there and trade with, with Deontay Wilder. I favour him. Listen, if Tyson's a Tyson and he's switched on for 12 rounds, I fancy Tyson. But if he stands there and trade with Deontay Wilder, that is, that is a dangerous move. Deontay Wilder come in also 18 pounds heavier than he was in the first yeah. fight. Do you think that's him anticipating Tyson Fury's weight for this? I don't know. I just think both men are like they've got their own agendas, haven't they? They've got the, the they know what they're doing. Deontay Wilder's 35 years old. Tyson's 31, 32 years old. They're, they've both been around the game a long time, top level boxing. They know what their best weight is. If that's what Deontay feels comfortable at, you, you've you've got to think he's made the right decision. Anything from that we've seen today with them two on the scales change your mind about the fight outcome? No, my mind's as I say. I want to see Tyson Fury win the fight. For me, Tyson's the most complete heavyweight in, in the world but you can't write Deontay Wilder because he punches that hard okay just before I let you go to the side of his we've got Joe Joyce I was fortunate enough to be in the gym with you guys the other day seeing him sparring getting into shape for his fight with Daniel Dubois how are things looking ahead of that mouthwater and heavyweight fight well he had a spar yesterday and he was he was on fire so we're look we're seriously looking forward to the fight Spoke to Frank Warren and he said that he likes you, Sam. He said he likes working with you. How's it been in the build-up to this fight? I told him about your stepchild coming. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I like Frank. There's no problem with Frank Warren. He's just backing his guy who he's been with from the start. There's no hard feelings. He does a great job promoting Joe. But we can't begrudge a man that's, that's had the man, uh, Daniel Dubois, from the beginning to Joe who he's promoting for six to eight months or however, however long it is. So there's no hard feelings. And um, he's going to have to... I'll buy him some tissues to dry his eyes after the fight. I'm sure you will. Just before I let you go, final prediction. Tomorrow night, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Who wins and how? Tyson Fury, majority decision with scary moments both ways. Okay, well, Sam Jones, always a pleasure. Thanks very much for speaking to Boxing Social. Thank you very much. this weekend. Oh, God damn. Talk to me about that fight. How do you see that fight playing out? Do you know what? Boxing is boxing. Wilder has got that feet. <laughs> Don't know what's going to happen. 
It just takes one punch. And Fury's got that thing. You don't know what's going to happen. He's got that, that boxing IQ. I'm excited for this one. I can't lie. There's very few fights to get excited for. The first fight I was excited for, both still undefeated. The first fight was a controversial draw. Bruv, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know who's going to win though, I'll be honest. People are saying Fury by points, Wilder by knockout. Is that the general consensus? That's the that's the safe bet. But Fury could catch him. You know, Fury might come back to that fight. Fury could catch him, might him. Wilder could come out, hurt him in a, in a few rounds, hurt him in a number of rounds, and win a point. You never know. That's the beauty of boxing. <laughs> Anthony, it's getting very noisy in here, so I'm going to let you go. But hopefully I'll catch up with you in the coming weeks. Thank you very much for talking seconds out. I appreciate that. Seconds out. Not minutes out, seconds out. Lions in the car. Beast from the East. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. Stay happy. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you very much, bro. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here in Las Vegas and I'm delighted to be joined by WBO Super Featherweight World Champion Jamal Herring. First of all, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm just, I'm just, it's just great to be here, especially for, for this type of atmosphere, man. You know, fight weekend is always big, especially when you have, you know, the Irish and UK fans coming over for a great event. Well, before we talk about why we're here in Las Vegas with the Wilder Fury stuff and all that, but I'm quite interested in what you've got going on. I'm quite interested with you and Carl Frampton. What's going on now? Oh, I mean, like I said, me and Carl are both on board for the, with the fight. Um, I have to give him a lot of respect. Matter of fact, happy birthday, Carl. I know it's your birthday today, man. Happy birthday, Carl. Good yeah, birthday. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hey, happy birthday. hey. I want everybody in here to, to wish Carl Frampton a happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I'm not a singer, but I, I'll, I'll definitely get the tune. I'll get, get, get the crowd in. I'll, but I'll sing along with you. Come on. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jacko. Happy birthday to you. Shout out to Carl. Hey, well, happy birthday, Carl. You threw me off here, Jamal. I don't know what the heck I want to talk about now, but yeah. You're, you've said in numerous interviews that you're willing to come to Belfast. We spoke a little bit off camera there before I turned the camera on that. Who wouldn't want to come to Belfast? You talked about the fans. How excited are you to f get this fight signed, sealed, delivered, and get going? I'm, I'm anxious. I'm, I'm really, I'm just anxious to get like, it's the business side of it, of course. You know, you got to go through that first, but I'm just like real anxious because I even know, of course, I'm coming to enemy territory, but I know at the same time, Belfast fans have a lot of respect. Um, for the, for for their guests for their guests so I, I I love them and appreciate that I've been getting a lot of love from them over social media 
And like I said, Carl Frampton is a great champion. He wants to make history. So with that mindset of him trying to make history, becoming a, um, a three-time world champion in three divisions, I mean, he's going to bring his best. So it's going to, it's going to, it's going to make, me, make me bring my best. So I'm, I'm just excited to have, you know, to just be, a, be a, big, a part of a big fight of 2020. You know, at the end of the day, it's one of the most anticipated fights of the year. Definitely. For me personally, as uh, like I've no Carl, he's a good, well, a friend of mine, which is a good friend of mine, but I know him quite well. And the, I've seen you fight, I've seen Carl fight. When you two go, go together, I think it's going to gel well. It's going to be a fight for the fans. There's no trash talking needed for this fight. The fans are just going to get. You know, we don't need it. We don't need it. That's the, that's, that's the beauty of it. Me and Carl can both be gentlemen, wish each other love and support. Um, we're both family men. But we don't have to go out there and, and bash each other for whatever reason to get the fight done. The fight's pretty much already made. The people, they ask for it. The people go and come out for the fight. Usually when you see fighters bash each other, it's because the promotion is terrible and they're trying to draw a crowd or viewers into the fight. But me and Carl, we don't have to do that. It's been anticipated since the end of last year, and here we are now. It's going to be a stupid question, being that you are an ex-Marine, but does it bother you? you have to go, does it bother you that you have to go to Belfast? this fight I mean you probably fought overseas many many a time so this is nothing new to you right. but if you're just going to take this with a pinch of salt and just enjoy the moment oh yeah of course, of course. I mean if anything I, um, you know me being from New York I wanted to fight in New York um, I know New York has a, has a huge um, Irish presence there as well so I thought it would be a great fit but when they had the opportunity if you came up for Belfast I said why not you know especially if we, if we could put it in a, in, a, in a football stadium why not I mean not every fighter can say they had a huge world title fight in a, in a stadium at that big of that magnitude so I'm up for it because of that I was there for Frampton's last fight at the uh, Windsor Park the stadium that you're talking about that they're trying to get what an atmosphere it is it was raining but people were still having fun you know what you know what the Irish are like the, oh, the yeah. British they were the, the Northern Irish and all that so um, I seen you at Carl's last fight you got in the ring with his post fight interview now the size difference I was like oh my gosh man you, I thought you were like six foot something and it looked, it looked crazy do you think that's going to play a factor in this fight the fact that you are so much taller than Carl I think I think it, it'll, it'll have it'll be a, like you know a bit of a factor of course because you know you still have to you know work around that if you're, the, if, you're, if you're on the other side but I believe with a great champion and fighter such as Carl I believe I, I, I'll be foolish enough to think that I could just basically bank on my size. You know what I mean? So I, I have to go in there with the with the same intent as if as, as if he's the same height and size as me because Carl brings in the experience. You know, he he's been in he's been in those those big fights. You know, he's been in there against guys maybe bigger than him. I mean, I, I, like I'm not afraid to tell anybody. I, I'm a fan of Carl Frampton's. Like especially um, when I watched the um, the Quig fight. I seen how well he boxed. You know, they kept saying Quick being the bigger guy and the bigger puncher. You know, Carl did a tremendous job of boxing. The first Leo Santa Cruz fight, I thought he did well, re really well. You know, boxing and, and maneuvering and, and using the ring. So when I look at things like that, I mean, yeah, it might be the bigger guy again, but like, like it's not. It shouldn't be nothing new to Carl Frampton, who's been in there with maybe guys bigger than him as well. But we'll just have to wait and see. All going well for you against Carl Frampton. Whenever that fight's made, I don't know if you have a date for me, do you? Um, right now we're here on June 13th, um, so I, I, I can put that out there. We're, we're here on June 13th, but like I said, right now I just want to get this fight done um, on paper and, we'll get, and rock, let's, get, let's rock and roll. All going well for you against Carl. You, you get the win. You're looking to unify? Oh, yeah. Stupid question. I don't you know, the crazy thing about it, but I, I, was just, I was just telling somebody, um, 
if I, you know, get the win over there in Belfast, you know, I, I want to fight the guy that, that he's been trying to get a third fight with, which is Leo Santa Cruz. So, so it, you know, we can make it like um, a, a trilogy thing between, you know, the, the, the three, three, the, the three of us. So the three kings, exactly the three kings, like they did in the '80s. But, but um, that, that's one fight I'm looking at after the um, the Frampton fight. It's definitely a, a potential fight with Leo Santa Cruz. Win, lose, or draw in Belfast, you're gonna come for a pint again, I suppose. Oh, oh yeah, I might, I might just have to sit down and have because they, I've been, they've been asking me about sitting down to drink with the guys, so you know, I might just have a pint. But oh, they won't let you go. They, they won't let you go. They, yeah, they won't let me. Yeah, they definitely won't let me go. But I definitely will we'll interact and have a great time with the with the crowd, man. Right, obviously, why we're here in Vegas, why you're here in Vegas, is a huge heavyweight clash. Probably different, different sort of way that your fight with Carl is gonna go. I mean, respects here. These two are going at it right. back and forth. What's your thoughts on the fight itself? Have you got a winner on your head? Oh, man, I keep going back and forth. And, and to be fair, I thought Fury won the first fight, in my opinion. And I, even though I was I was choosing Wilder because of, you know, Wilder's knocked out just about everyone he's, he's fought. Well, he has knocked out even in a rematch. He, he gets him out of there. But, you know, Fury boxed a beautiful fight. Even with the two knockdowns, I still thought Fury did enough to, um, to pull out the victory. Um, a, close, a close decision, but I thought he, I thought he did enough to, um, for a victory. But, you know, I wasn't too much impressed the way Fury looked and I know his last fight and I know he made a change in his corner but you know Wilder like I said it takes one punch with him man and it's hard it's hard to root against him so who are you picking you pick, is that a pick for Wilder was it I gotta for this one I gotta go with Wilder I gotta go with Wilder this one give me a prediction um, round I'll say this I'll say this if it goes the distance Fury's gonna take it again again like I said because I thought he won the first fight but I feel like, you know, if Wilder catches him, and I don't think he will, he'll be able to get back up like he did the first time around. Is there a reason why you're pushing up behind this uh, proper 12 Irish whiskey? Are you catering to that? Are you catering? Oh, baby, hey. <laughs> hey, hit me up. <laughs> All the Irish fans are going to love you now. Hey, I wouldn't mind. Hey, if, if, to, make it, to make a statement, I wouldn't mind wearing it in my trunks to Belfast either. Gordon McGregor, you hear that? Right, Jamel. Thank you. Thanks for this 5 TV, and uh, a pleasure to meet you, brother. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here in Las Vegas, delighted to be joined by Kevin Barry. Kevin, you've just walked in here with your fighter, Joseph Parker, there. But before we, before we talk about Joseph and his fight next week, there's a reason why you're in Las Vegas. Huge fight in the heavyweight division against Wilder and Josh, uh, Joshua. Wilder, I'm feeling getting ahead of myself. 
Well then, Fury, just want to get your quick thoughts on the fight itself. Well, they don't, they don't get any bigger than a fight like this. Um, and I think fight one being such a great fight has set the second fight up. We're going to do big numbers in the pay-per-view. You look at the media room, it's absolutely uh, chaos. It's packed in here. The crowd outside, the chanting. It's a special fight. You know, I was there when Lennox Lewis fought Mike Tyson 18 years ago, and that was a pretty big fight at the time. I think this is, uh, this is very similar. It's a fight that has a lot of significance in the heavyweight pitcher. Um, there were a lot of people very disappointed about the controversy or the controversial decision of a draw of the first fight. And this is a fight that puts everything right. Going back to the first fight then, how did you score it? How did you see the fight? And another part to the question, I suppose, is how the heck did Fury get up in that 12th round? <laughs> I tell you what, I thought the first fight... Um, I thought Tyson won the fight. I thought he, I, I thought he put enough, uh, enough rounds in the bank to, to win a uh, points decision. But I was very, very disappointed with Wilder's performance. Um, I thought Wilder was very impatient. He was very reckless. Um, he was over-emotional in that fight. And, and because of those things, he couldn't actually relax. He wasn't trying to use his jab. He was looking for one punch to kill Fury with all the time, while Fury was picking up points you know, and banking round after round after round. I think what we saw in the first fight was, was Tyson Fury fighting out of his skin. I don't think uh, a lot of people thought that he would put on such a polished performance. Now, the big thing for me is, can Fury improve from that? Can we get a better Tyson Fury in the second fight? I don't know if we can. Um, I look at both teams and I look at the improvements that can be made uh, by each fighter and I think the biggest improvement can be made by Wilder. There were so many mistakes he made in the first fight. I don't really believe that he, he gave enough respect to Tyson Fury in the first fight. This fight for sure I think we're going to see a far more focused, uh, a far more determined. I, we'll see uh, a, a fighter who will use his jab a lot more, especially the jab to the body. Um, the, the jab for me is the key for both fighters in this fight. Um, I, think, I, I think Wilder will uh, he'll try and disguise his right hand instead of just holding it out here and trying to th throw it for everyone to see. So I think, um, uh, I think both guys have had a lot of time to look at the style of each other. And as I mentioned, I think the biggest improvements can be made by the Wilder camp. Just piggybacking off that, do you, believe, do you, do you think that because up to the first fight leading up to the first fight for against Wilder for Fury he was training to lose all that way he'd been out the ring for three years now he's been back for what two years two and a half years almost and now he's training to fight he isn't training to lose the weight he isn't training you know he's, he's, he's got that bit between his teeth so do you think we're going to see a, a more improved Tyson Fury in that in, in that respect well you know as I mentioned before I don't know if he can improve from that first fight sure um, his his uh, his body will improve Obviously, there was major transformations uh, that he was undergoing from you know coming down from over 400 pounds to what he weighed in the first fight. But you know th this this time around, I don't I don't think it's a physical thing. I think there are other changes out there. The fact that he's replaced Ben Davidson, the, the fact that he's brought a nutritionist on board, the fact that he's saying he's he's put weight on and he's going to come forward. Look, we all know, you know, that uh, not to believe everything that Tyson says, but just I would have thought for a fight of this magnitude, uh, he wouldn't be trying to reinvent himself. You know, he had a very good team around him. He had a very good program in place. And if it's if it's not broken, don't try and fix it. So I'm going to ask, do you believe Tyson Fury? You mentioned that he's putting on weight to come forward a bit more in this fight. So he's came out and said in numerous publications, numerous interviews, that he's going to go out there and stop Wilder in two rounds just smiling. So do you believe him? I don't think anyone believes him. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I, 
I think that one of the big factors in this fight will definitely be the eye. Um, that was a massive cut. Or, uh, there was actually two very severe cuts. If that was my fighter and we were going into a fight of this significance, I definitely would have put it back another two or three months. And I would not at all be surprised if the eye becomes a real factor uh, in fight two. Can I get a prediction from you then, Kevin? Look, as I mentioned, I think the, the, the biggest improvements can be made by Wilder. Um, I think we'll see Wilder not wait as much as he did in the first fight, throw a lot more punches, have a lot more respect for Fury. Um, I, don't, I doubt whether Tyson, you know, we've been wrong about him before, but I doubt he can be any better than fight one. And I think the power of Wilder will definitely be the significance in this fight. I've just spoke to Joseph, he's picking Wilder, you're picking, know, he he's is. picking Fury, you're <laughs> picking Wilder, so we've got conflict in the camp. Yeah. Um, let's jump on to Joseph then, he's, got a, he's back in the ring after eight, nine months out, fighting the Winters up in Frisco, Texas next week. How's Joseph looking in this camp? Well, you know, he, he better be looking good. We've had, uh, we've had two fights in the last 19 months, so uh, inactivity has, has definitely been a problem for us. Um, uh, Joe sparred 125 rounds of sparring which is a, a lot of sparring, uh, and really quality sparring too. He's in, he's in good shape, he understands the significance of this fight. We're fighting a guy that most people don't expect us to have any problems with. That's what makes him so dangerous, is that Shaundell Winters has nothing to lose. He's coming off back-to-back uh, -back wins against undefeated fighters. He's the NABA heavyweight champion. Uh, we know uh, in his 13 wins, 12 of them by knockout, so he's got a bit of pop in his right hand. We, we've prepared very well for him, and it's very important for us that we're very dominant in this fight um, if we're going to put our hand up for a big fight from uh, Eddie Hearn and Matchroom in the summer. Is this a case that Joseph has to go out there and make a statement, maybe even put, get a stoppage against Winters, just so he can put his name back up there with the top guys in the division? Look, 100%. You know, we have to go out there and we have to look great. We have to win every round and we have to look powerful and explosive. And I really need Joe to go out there and let his hands go on Chondell Winters and get that guy out of there so we can move on to bigger, to bigger uh, name fights throughout the rest of the year. Talking about the bigger name fights, we've spoke about Wilder Fury happening tomorrow night. There's also big fights over in the pond with Dillian White and Povetkin. I just want to get your thoughts on that fight itself. Well, you know, uh, I think it's a, it's a good fight for Dillian. It's a smart fight. It's a fight I would have liked. You know, I thought, um, I thought Michael Hunter did a really good job against Povetkin, and I thought, I thought he won the fight. Um, Povetkin has been a, a great ambassador to the sport. Um, only been beaten at the highest level, but look, he's touching 40 years old now. You know, his, his, yeah, his, best, his best days are behind him. So, like, you know, it's a fight that uh, Dillian White should, should win comfortably. He'd need to be in better shape than he was from when he fought Maurice Wok, though. Um, you know, hopefully after that, um, White's sitting there still looking for, a, for another opponent, and he goes, let's do uh, Joseph Parker again, because I know a lot of people were very unhappy with the way that fight uh, panned out, with the headbutt to the cerebellum, with Joe fighting the fight concussed, and, and then dropping Dillian in the last round. We would love nothing more than to another whack at him. Going on to another fight that's uh, looking like he's going to get made. Well, it was going to be Joseph against Chisora, but now it's looking like Chisora against Yusik. Yes. Uh, Yusik's still, still wet behind the ears, I suppose, in the heavyweight division. He's had one fight, 
tough fight for you, isn't it, against somebody like Chisora? Look, it is. And I tell you what, uh, you know, I think a lot of people were very disappointed with Usyk's first fight against Chaz Witherspoon. You know, a fighter that came in, uh, took the fight at the last uh, minute, I think with, with 10 days' notice, they thought the fight would go two or three rounds. You know, he didn't even manage to get him on the ground and they, uh, they stopped it through exhaustion. So not a good performance by Usyk, but we know he's very talented. Everyone's watched him as a cruiserweight. He's one of the best ever. Um, he would need to show a lot more against a very determined, very strong, very aggressive uh, Derek Chisora. Like that, you know, when I mentioned we'd love uh, Dillian White, we'd also, we've got both hands up for Derek Chisora. The, you know, that's a fight that's got to be made at some stage. Parker and Chisora, they, they need to settle a score. Well, I think so. I think as, as a fan, we, we look forward to that fight. I mean, Chisora always brings a good fight. Joseph always brings a good fight. So as fans, as media guys, we would love to see that fight. Final question, Joshua and Pulev, I know it looks like it's going to be in June. It's his mandatory. Once he gets that mandatory out of the way, hopefully we can see Josh and the big names like what we're seeing here in Las Vegas. But quick, quick thoughts on uh, Joshua Pulev. Look, I tell you what, I, you know, I think that it's a it's a perfect fight uh, coming off a 12 round decision against Andy Ruiz, where he was you know forced to reinvent himself. He boxed exceptionally well. You know, he uh, won every round. Uh, kept himself out of danger. A fighter like Pulev who comes forward is relatively easy to hit, is not heavy-handed, very low percentage of knockouts, uh, a, a fighter who's been around for a long, long time, who's coming to the end of his run, is tailor-made for Joshua to look great against. And the fact that that fight was supposed to be made over a year ago, they've already spent a lot of money in the marketing and promotion of that fight, uh, it was a no-brainer for, for Eddie and for Joshua. And I think it's a fight where Joshua will look spectacular and, and uh, get a nice knockout victory. Perfect, Kevin. Finally, pleasure to meet you for the first Thank time you. and uh, hopefully I'll see you around. Yes. Thanks very much, Kevin. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Andrew McCarthy, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here in Las Vegas. Delighted to finally meet this champ, Shakur Stevenson. How are you, champ? I'm good, I'm good. Listen, before we talk about what this, this, why we're here in Vegas, this huge fight this weekend, Wilder versus Fury, I want to talk about yourself for a little minute. You're now on the 14th of March against Mariaga. Give me your thoughts on that fight. I mean, he's fought recently against losses against uh, Lomachenko. You going to use that as a yardstick going into this fight? Uh, most definitely. I want to get him out of there before uh, Lomachenko did. I think Lomachenko stopped him in 9 to 10. Uh, I want to get him out there before that. Obviously, there's been talk out in the UK that you're, you're willing to. You've been very vocal on social media, especially Twitter. You want Josh Warrington. Now that he's signed with Eddie Hearn, do you think that fight can be made? You've got a smile on your face when I mentioned Josh's name. 
Now, I want Josh Warrington. That's the, that's the fight that I've been calling for since I was about 8, 9, and 0. Uh, I don't know if Josh Warrington going to take my route or if he's going to take uh, the UCAN or whoever, uh, Gary Russell. Or, but I pray that it's my route because I've been calling for him. He know me and him got uh, business that we need to settle in. Uh, I think that if he go another route, I think that would be lame. Going on, Josh. He's obviously signed by Eddie Hearn now. You sent out a tweet that let's get it. I'm ready, Teddy. Do you think now that he has signed with Eddie Hearn that we could see this fight? This fight's probably a little bit more easier to get made. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's all if they want to fight. Now, uh, from here, we're gonna see if they want to fight. If they don't want to fight, they will go try to fight somebody else. But if they actually want to fight with Shakur Stevenson, uh, Eddie is gonna reach out. Uh, we already reached out to them. They're gonna reach out back to us, and uh, they're gonna make the fight happen. You heard nothing from Eddie? Uh, not yet. Not yet? No, not yet. Are you willing to come to, to England to go and fight Josh? I know you've, you've said it numerous times. Just what's your thoughts on coming to England? If that fight does get made, to come into England to fight Josh and the, the UK fans? Uh, definitely, that's where I want to go. I want to go to England. Uh, it'll be a lot bigger if I go to England. He got a, a huge fan base around him over there and uh, 20, 30,000 people going to be in there. So uh, I think that's going to make me a star and I would definitely want to go there and beat up on Josh. Another guy that's in your division that has been touted alongside you since the Olympics is Mick Collin. He's fighting three days after you. Is that a fight that we can see in the future on you and Mick? Because I think, is it still unfinished business between you two? Because you worked out with as the number one and number two going into the Olympics for the final. Right now, Mike Collins should be my uh, mandatory. So I don't see why we shouldn't be fighting each other. I thought that this fight, me and him could have fought. Uh, I asked uh, my peoples for this fight, why me and Collins not fighting each other. He number one at, uh, at my weight class for the WBL. So uh, I don't know what happened. I don't uh, think top rank want to make that fight this early. But I definitely want to fight. You think they're building you two up for something bigger? Uh, I don't know. I, last I heard, uh, Byron said uh, Conlon is a small 126. He think about going down to 122, and I'm a big 126 and going up to 130. So that's what he said. But I want to fight. So. Will you be going to this fight on St. Patrick's Day? Hell yeah, I fight <laughs> him St. Patrick's Day any time. Well, go get your thoughts on this whole this this fight at the weekend here uh, tomorrow night actually. Wilder versus Fury. Who are you picking? Uh, I'm gonna go with Fury, but I want Wilder to win. That's interesting. Normally, I've quite a lot of people are picking uh, Wilder for the stoppage, but you think Fury's gonna do it? Why is that? I think that he's bluffing everybody. I think he's telling everybody he's gonna go in there and and try to beat him up. But I think he's gonna go in there and try to outbox him. I'll be, I'll, I'll be there at your fight in New York on the 14th, so hopefully I'll get another interview, another chat with you. But thanks for this fight, Phil TV yeah, champ, and uh, speak to you soon. Yeah, thank you. Who you got from Wilder and Fury? Wilder. 
you know, they say once you go black, you never go back, and I, I always been black. <laughs> what about Fury Sanders bulking up to 270 pounds? Uh, how do you think that that plays into the fight on Saturday night? Um, I don't know, man. You know, because Fury, Fury's light on his feet, so so you know, the heavier you get, I don't know if that slow him down or not. But you know, I would like him. To, what's up, baby? Uh, always. <laughs> Look at my OG right here. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. This is my OG. We hung out in New York. Oh my God! I, you would have thought he was 16 again. I said, Yes, sir. Super Judah and Adrian Brown is Yes. Give us your prediction for Saturday night. What do you? How do you? How do you see the fight playing out? Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury too. I like Wilder by knockout. I think his back is against the wall. He got something to prove. Right hand bandit. Yeah. You're going to leave him in the ring like a wet, a wet diaper. <laughs> let me, hang on. Zab, zab, real quick, zab. Let me ask you both a question real fast. Uh, I'm a huge video game head. Love boxing video games. We don't actually have a boxing video game out right now, unfortunately, to uh, portray you guys' greatness. But let's play a little game here. Um, I'm going to name a couple of attributes, and you guys tell me by naming the fighter uh, who possesses that attribute uh, in total. Uh, power. Who carries the advantage of power, Wilder or Fury? Okay, speed. Fury. Well, you really can't say because because Deontay's not slow. Is it everybody think? Right, right. Agility. Uh, I would say Fury. I would say Fury. Fury. Yeah. Stamina. I don't know how they long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they both get tired pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. How about Chin? Wilder. I would say Wilder. And is that because Wilder has not been down? Right. I would say Wilder. Yeah. What about Hart? I don't know. This heavyweight, so I don't. Know. What about heart? They both got heart though. They both got heart. Yeah. Who makes the bigger adjustments? Huh? Who makes the bigger adjustments? Who needs to make the bigger adjustments? Fury. Fury. Why? Yeah, because you gotta get out of that dominant power. You gotta get out of that hot shit, that hot. You gotta get out of that water. Why you got back up? Uh, you don't give me, you got back up after that punch. You don't give me credit for that. Man, no, he got up off of that one. Next, one. next time it might not go like that. Yeah, but when they come in, and, when they come in constant back to back, it's gonna be different. <laughs> Zab, you said something about Deontay Wilder's back being up against the wall. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that the first fight he did what he wanted to show the world. You know what I mean? So this time, now this is his cleanup time now. You know what I mean? So he's coming back to show the world. This is what I meant to show you the first time.